0: Hey this old marketing listeners, did you know that StreamYard is the easiest way to create content right in your browser? You can multi-stream to your social media platforms, host a weekly show with special guests, create webinars, record podcasts with local recordings, create videos, and more. Much, much more. And they make it easy to brand and customize your videos inside the studio before you even go live. StreamYard is super popular with live streamers, video creators, YouTubers, and podcasters. With features like live streaming, webinars, local recordings, screen sharing, and more, StreamYard makes it simple to get your professional and polished content every time. Every time, folks. Get started today for free at www... Do you have to say that? Do I have to actually say www? I don't know. www.streamyard.com. Do it today. Now, for your listening pleasure, here's Polizzi
1: and Rose covering the week of media, marketing, and digital content news. This old marketing. Take it away, boys. Well, hello, my friends. This is Robert Rose, and welcome to episode number 362 of This Old Marketing, a very special social media episode for Friday, February 10th, 2023. And with me, as always, well, is he really? Yes, he is. With me, as always, is my pal, my colleague, and a guy who puts the cruise in Disney Cruise, Mr. Joe Polizzi. I've never been on a Disney Cruise, and I know for sure you haven't. I, yeah, and 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 I think it's a safe bet to say never will be either. Yes. I uh, I am not a cruise guy. Definitely not. A well, cruise as
0: guy. you know, I I just went to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. I love it. I love the whole Disney experience. I could do many yeah. many more days of it, but yeah. I won't I do. Differ a, there. I won't yeah. do a Disney cruise because I don't. I, when I'm on a cruise, I don't want to be around all these little kids running around. I just don't.
1: I don't. I've been there. I don't want to be, I don't generally want to be with people running around on a yeah, cruise. Yeah, that's the tough one. Kids. You would want
0: to be on a cruise of a couple people. Yes. Like when we went in remember fact, when the, we
1: were in uh, Sydney Australia and we were with our great friend Greg uh, Hodges. Well see now that's def- that's different. That's going out on a boat with friends. That's that's we not a on, Yeah, that's, remember so the, yeah. the they were running King Content at the time, wonderful Australian
0: content agency. We just had Content Marketing World. I think Content Marketing World 2013 Sydney Australia. Yep. And we went out on the boat and it was wonderful and they I mean, we had to, we did jump off the boat to get to the land. We were all going swimming, and it was it was fantastic. Although they there was just a shark incident like a week before, and I wasn't sure whether I, or not we ooh. should go into the water.
1: Well, that that was the thing, right? We they they were like, "Hey, jump in, and you you know swim to the shore, and then you hang out on the beach, yep. and then you hang out on the beach for a while, and then you come back to the boat and drink and eat and all that stuff." And so we're sitting there. I mean, it's one of the most amazing. I, in fact, I still have a picture we of just it. just yeah, we um, just
0: passed Sydney Opera House. It was one, yeah, we went to this and little... you're
1: swimming in yeah. Sydney Harbor. It's, I mean, that's a bucket list item, right? You're swimming in Sydney Harbor, you know, swimming off to the beach, hanging out on the beach, and then, you know, having beers and wine and all sorts of great food on this boat. It's an amazing trip. And as you're swimming back to the boat, they start going, "Oh right, yeah, there was, a, you know, there's there's a shark incident and several shark incidents here in Australia, and of course you hear about shark incidents, you know, I mean everything in Australia wants to eat you or kill you, so uh, it, it, and." It, totally i mean luckily i had just gotten out and gotten in and was starting to dry off on the boat and then they were like oh yeah there's lots of shark incidents out here it's like what are you kidding me well you were lucky because I, they told me right yeah. before i went in and oh, i and they're yeah. all fine they're all yeah. jumping
0: in like it's the greatest thing ever yeah. splashing around here sure. everything's life is yeah, wonderful yeah. right and i am i'm petrified i'm like okay it's i don't know what it was it was probably 100 meters from the boat to the yeah, not far. To the yeah, not and I'm far. like, okay, I can do this. I've never swam so fast. I set some kind of Michael Phelps record getting there because I didn't know, and I want, and I didn't want to make a lot of splash because I don't, I don't like if you splash a lot, does that attract sharks? I don't know. I'm I'm assuming it's blood, but I made sure. Okay, I'm not bleeding, so let's just go as quickly as I can. I mean, I don't, what do you do? I didn't yeah. know. To, yeah. <laughs> anyways, other than that. It was wonderful.
1: I don't know how we got on that topic. Disney cruises. Yeah, Disney cruises. There you go. I've been looking at looking at cruises.
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh, so yeah, we're doing a little special issue or episode today. Thank you for being amenable as you always are and you continue to be with my crazy yes. schedule. And absolutely uh, happy to do yeah. it. I'm sure you are. Well, you know, you sort of get a week off too. Like we just we tag this on to the one we just recorded and. Everything is, is just so much nicer that way. We should, Maybe we should do that more often, yeah. but I don't know. Our our special episodes do really well. Sometimes they do better than our regular episodes, but yeah. if we create so many special episodes, they, they tend not to be so special.
1: Right. They become <laughs> that's exa- not special episodes. That's exactly right. So we're, we're trying to do a few of them, but not so many of them that they – Become un.
0: Yeah, because if somebody says, it's, "Oh, there they go," this whole marketing doing another special episode. Well, it's not a special episode. Right. It's like if you did a Super Bowl every week. It's like not it's not yes. so super. Yeah.
1: So, There you go. Yeah, exactly. Well, here, so here we are. So we're going to do this this special episode, and it'll be a little shorter, probably uh, than usual. <laughs> we um, never and, know. <laughs> yeah, we, we never say know. it's going to be shorter, um, and
0: then it goes like three hours long. That's Nobody right. wants this.
1: Uh, and this is going to be our social media uh, channel in 2023 episode. Basically, the what's going on? What's working? What's the playbook right now what's for various play. channels uh, from both a content creator as well as a marketing standpoint? Uh, and we'll talk about each of the channels, the major channels, right? So, for example, we won't talk about Twitch or YouTube, which we both consider platforms rather than social media networks. But we'll talk about Twitter. We'll talk about Facebook and Instagram. We'll talk about LinkedIn. We'll talk a little bit about TikTok. Uh, and then we'll mention some others of note. Maybe you know the the new ones: Mastodon, Be Real, Tumblr. Well, Tumblr's not new, That's but a certainly new old. It's making...
0: MySpace. We going to talk about MySpace.
1: Having a MySpace. There you go. Talk a little bit about that. Um, no, real
0: quick. Real quick thing. Because all if you listened to the Prop G podcast recently, he said that Horizons World. You know the Phil's Facebook thing that they created in the metaverse. Yeah. My MySpace yeah. right now. Today, MySpace gets more traffic than Horizons World. I just thought that was a great stat.
1: Wow. That is that is a huge stat. So, we,
0: so maybe next year when we do this special
1: episode, maybe it will be MySpace <laughs>
0: that we'll talk about.
1: My, MySpace, may, 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 don't call it a comeback. That's what they say. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. Um, all right. So let's dive right in, yeah, shall we? Um, and let's talk about um, the first one, which, uh, of course, we... we, we so what you know, in the in the classic Seinfeldian way, what's the deal with Twitter? Uh, what are we doing with Twitter? What what is what is going on with Twitter? What is your take on Twitter from both a content creator and a marketing standpoint right now? As we right now. as we uh, as we record right this? now.
0: Well, I uh, there was some news that came out recently. There's conjecture. There's belief that Twitter will be like what we predicted would become a payments platform. I think that ultimately that's what Elon wants. But in the meantime, in the meantime, Twitter seems to have leveled out. We're not seeing any kind of crazy th- Elon things that, you know, Elon's not being Elon this week because he did all the Elon stuff, firing 75% yeah. of the staff and having to bring some back because some few things broke, but it seems to be working. They seem to be figuring out their verification system, or they're at least coming up with some kind of strategy, and I think that the play continues to be the same for Twitter. It is if you are cons- can consistently deliver something of value multiple times a day, including a Twitter thread here or there, and you continue to get active on other people's accounts that you're trying to target or that, where your audience is hanging out, you can be very successful with Twitter. I think if you aren't, if you use it sparingly, it will go tragically wrong for you. Like it'll be no big deal. You won't see any benefit at all. I think you either have to be all in or nothing with Twitter. And that's what I see for the next 12 to 18 months.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, I have been toying with coming back, uh, on Twitter, although
0: I I have to be
1: honest. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not missing it. Uh, I am, I am still using it as a consumption platform, and uh, and occasionally there are, uh, folks who are retweeting stuff um, that I've written in the past or my blogs or, uh, say nice things to us via the show, and I'm liking those things, so I'm there consuming content and liking things, but I haven't posted since I think November of of, of last wow. year, um, and so. Uh, yeah, so I've been toying with coming back, but I, but I, I, I'm the, the my indecision on it is I'm not missing it. Uh, I'm not missing it as a as a creation platform. Um, I do miss some of the traffic. I, we got a lot of traffic from to our website off of off of Twitter. So I'm I'm not going to lie that the traffic to our website is down because of the my lack of posting on on Twitter, which could, we usually got uh, quite a bit. <clears throat> but there but they're still toys twi- you know, for example, when I post on CMI, they're they're obviously there's they're all on, on Twitter, so they're very nicely promoting my content on, on there. So it's not like you can't find me, but um, it, it's it's interesting to me. I I'm 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 of two minds of it, right? I think you're right. I think if you go all in on it and you make it your thing, it can really work well for you, despite the levels of toxicity that have certainly risen since Elon took over. Uh, and I think you're seeing a lot of the our inside baseball crew have either moved on or are very, very much lightening up their use of Twitter. So I think, obviously, I don't know the numbers, but I think Twitter at this point is a, it's hanging on. I guess is the right way to put it from both a marketing perspective, as well as I think if you're a brand, you kind of have to be there to, to, to do the things that I'm actually doing for, you know, as a, I guess, customer service is really the only way to put it. Right. So monitoring Twitter for complaints or people adding you with, you know, comments and those kinds of things. If you're a brand, I think you probably have to do that. But I'm not sure from a Twitter advertising or a Twitter marketing or those kinds of things that unless you're all in on it, I'm not sure that it's one that you have to be on now if you're a new no, brand. No,
0: I, I would agree with that. I think that you could make a decision not to actively publish content on Twitter. You, As a brand, you use it for customer service. I think it's absolutely great. People still, their first mode to complain if they have a Twitter account would be using the Twitter as, as a channel to do that. Um, I think you yeah. use it as a press release service. When there's some kind of news, that's great. You go ahead and let everybody know. I, it, First of all, blanket statement with all social media channels that we're going to talk about. If you don't go all in with them, you can't half-ass it and be successful on any of these channels anymore. They're mostly content discovery. It's not social media. You have to really work at it. Um, and I, and I'm we'll talk about LinkedIn a little bit, but I've been working so hard on LinkedIn and it is making a dent and we'll talk about that if you want to, but it is a lot of work and a lot of time. And that's just one channel. So I made the decision. I said, I don't have time for two channels. So people have been watching me on Twitter. Every other day I'll post something that I think is somewhat interesting, but that's it. And I'll do, and I'll reply to people. But that's all I'm using Twitter. And I think if you're a brand of any size, you, you make a decision, am I in or out? Am I customer service or am I in? And if you're in, you're in all the way. And you really work with some of the influencers that have an audience and get to work with them on some partnerships together. Yeah. And, and do it that way and
1: get a little bit of extra audience juice from not your own audience. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. And, and, and so I think it's for me, it's a we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens with Twitter over the next – in the short term to see if it uh, – because it may actually go away as a sort of social media thing and become much more of a Venmo or a, or a payment platform, like you said. So I think, we'll, well, the, we'll see the, if it continues to the be. Real, the real
0: – the big vo- – for the most part, especially in tech, the big voices are all on Twitter, and they remain very, very active on Twitter. True. So very, it's, a, it's still a point. who's who. It's still a very influential yeah. – like I don't know if it's ever going to – have significant audience growth. What are they at? 200 million, 250 million. They're not seeing any growth and they haven't for quite some time. And the other thing is from an advertising standpoint, I don't know anybody that's ever come to me saying, Oh my God, Twitter advertising. It's amazing. Never heard that once. I've heard that with Facebook many times, but not with Twitter.
1: That's right. Well, speaking of Facebook, let's move on to them. Um, and so, Facebook and Instagram will cover kind of together since they are one company, uh, Meta. Um, so, yeah, Facebook actually reporting great uh, uh, earnings and growth uh, over the last uh, over the last quarter. Uh, not too long ago, we covered it last week on the show. Um, and so, Instagram, to me, if Instagram is the pe- is the play here, if especially if you're B2C or in any kind of e-commerce, uh, I am frequently now find myself shopping on Instagram. Really? Um, so, yeah, I, I really am. It, it's it's, it's does, a fascinating okay, thing. I'm sorry. How does that work? How do you do shopping on Instagram? I, by the way, I don't so, use
0: I don't use Instagram, so I'm I'm not a good person to talk to on this. So go ahead.
1: Yeah. I'm a, and again, I'm a consumer on Instagram. I mean, I have an account, but I don't put any business stuff there at all. So the way I use Instagram is all personal, right? It's just friends and, you know, so vacation pictures and, you know, pictures of my neighborhood and, you know, fun stuff like that. So I put zero business on Instagram. Um, by the way, Facebook too. I'm like, I have zero business stuff on Facebook. If you, if, if, if we're friends on Facebook or friends on Instagram, you're not getting any content marketing stuff. Yeah, you're 90% cowboys. Yeah, well, or, or or during the season, of course. But when it's not, I'm 90% sunsets and yeah. park, you park a hike pictures and you, you know, had vacation ten posts on Facebook like the, during the fall, and it was how about them cowboys? Ten posts. That's it. That's it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Twelve, actually, to be <laughs> precise. <because laughs> oh, they won 12 I'm sorry. But, yes. you won twelve.
0: Yeah. Well, the Browns <laughs> didn't do so well. So, anyways,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. But uh, yeah, no, I, I am a uh, I have become a little bit of a I don't know what you call it a impulse buyer, uh, where I see like a cool T-shirt or I see a cool piece of clothing or uh, I see a cool I've I've done it with gadgets like uh, phone cases before, where I see a cool post and I watch the video or I watch the I look at the pictures and. Um, and then there's, you know, link in bio or you can link right there to the to, to buy it. And it's I've 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 bought many things there and it's uh, it's really a great platform. And I've heard the same from both content creators, especially those that focus on more of a B2C type of, of thing or their coaches or their uh, those kinds of, of platforms are really thriving. On Instagram, especially Instagram, like and it's and it's where the young people are. Young people are on Instagram; um, they're not on Facebook. So, tons of interesting things I think on Instagram. Probably the more Instagram is much more interesting, I think, than Facebook. But you know, I'm a I'm I'm my my network, uh, friends, family, etc., tends to be Facebook users only because that's where we all sort of grew up on social media. So that's I think. You find a bit of, a little bit of an older crowd there. So I think from a marketing standpoint, you're B2C, you need to be there, you should be there. Absolutely focused on it.
0: Uh, I guess I would I would differ in the fact that I don't think any company needs to be on any of these channels. I'm just gonna say that right now. If especially sure. if you have if you're if you're not all in. Uh if you're going to be there for uh, research purposes and understanding your, the pain points of your customers, great. But if you're just every once in a while, I don't think you're going to see much benefit, which is fine. You could just check. If you want to just check the box, fine, check the box. I think where Instagram is going to have trouble here is when they went from just the picture to the video, went from to Reels, and they're trying to compete with TikTok and figure out that algorithm – I, I think it overall hurt their growth. Um, now, they're, you're, they're still doing fantastic. It's still the best purchase by any company, M&A, ever. Maybe YouTube. Maybe you could say Google and, and buying YouTube. But Facebook buying yeah. Instagram for a billion dollars was amazing. Since you talked yeah. about Instagram, I want to talk about Facebook a little bit. I do see some people doing really well with Facebook groups. So oh, yeah. you have, you have 2 billion so. people, 2 billion with a B, per day on Facebook it is huge it is a goliath so you know your audience is there if you wanted to put something together that's special to them i think using a facebook group makes sense especially if you're going to use video so we've seen i we did some case studies for content inc um my 21 book that came out and found that the ones that were really making facebook groups work for them are the ones that would send out 30 to 45 second videos every day so again Consistency hmm. to makes it make it work. You have to yeah. put something into that community that sparks conversation and gets people talking to each other. So I think then you might have an opportunity around different groups if you have different audiences, different personas, to use the the Facebook group to do that.
1: Yeah, I would say probably eighty percent of my content creation. Um, it's funny because you, you were you were noting earlier that they you all know, like I had twelve posts over the football season and they were all how about them Cowboys. Uh, but most like 90, 80% of my posts that I did create were in Facebook groups that either you and I share. Um, there's a couple that you and I share that we're part of, but that there's a few of them that we don't, um, where I'm, where I'm posting is in those groups. That's where I'm, I'm posting. I'm not, I do not find myself posting a lot on Facebook anymore, sort of generally speaking. You know, I just, I, I don't. I don't know. I find it. I find it more valuable for me as a as a consumption platform than a creation platform. Mostly because I, I don't feel like I have to share that much. Like I'm not using it. Like I think your your point about going all in on it and being consistent with it is really really important. Because if you're going to go in on it as a business or as a content creator, you've really got to curate it. You've really got because you're fighting with all that other noise that's out there. And so if you care about that stuff, you've got to be really consistent about it and, and, and noisy with it, to be honest. Um, the, the, the people that I see, the businesses that I see succeeding at it are, you know, we've, we've talked at great length about how Cleveland Clinic, right, made Facebook truly work. I mean, it was really, really working for them. And the, their, their key was an amazing owned media platform that had high quality content and a consistency and velocity of publishing every day with great content that created that loyalty of all of those those audiences to stick around and engage with that content because that's what you have to get you have to get people engaging commenting sharing liking all that stuff and it's just work and you've just got it you've got to work those things
0: well the, and the social, Platforms are different than the own. Like if you look at a blog, you could make a case that if you did one amazing blog a week, or like Andy Crestadina does an amazing blog every month, research based, incredible, works really well for him. So that but it puts a lot of time into this is a three thousand word article, whatever. That's different. Yeah. And that podcast is different. We can do a weekly. If you look at any of these other social platforms, you almost have to commit to daily activity.
1: Uh, agreed. Totally agreed. So, yeah, absolutely agreed. Well, that brings up so, uh, so. Crestadina, his main platform is LinkedIn. Yes. So, let's talk about LinkedIn because I think you both and I, we're both going to say the same thing here, which is LinkedIn is having a bit of a moment yep. at the moment. I agree. Um, it's really, really uh, becoming sort of the business and marketing platform of choice when it comes to social media. What say you?
0: Well, I'm a, uh, as we talked about last episode, I'm a bull on LinkedIn right now, and my little experiment seems to be working. I've been almost 90 days, I think, Robert, now that I've been posting every day. I try to do it on the weekends, too, which is really rare for me because I usually shut everything down. But I definitely yeah. do one post, generally two posts, Monday through Friday. Of course, there has to be a big idea and then generally, within the first 30 minutes, you've got to stick around and make sure that people that comment on that, you comment back. It sort of really helps the algorithm and make sure it gets found. And the other key to that happening is you have to comment on other people's posts. So, you really, if you want this to work, you have to do these things and there's a whole formula i think for making it happen now it could go away and the algorithm could change and this is not the thing but right now you absolutely have to be active like the other ones on on linkedin and then we talked about it on last episode as well the link there's something about this linkedin newsletter thing the algorithm is pushing people to the newsletter so when they if you say something interesting from your brand page or from your personal page they go to your profile my profile looks are up you know, I don't know, a 1,000% over the past 90 days of people going from Joe says something interesting to so clicking on the profile, and the first thing they seem to do from a call to action is go to the uh, newsletter, which I'm getting about 100 or 150 subscribers a day on right now. Very simple process, nothing earth chattering, but again, daily content. You got to work the comments about 30 minutes a day if you're really committed to this thing, And the newsletter works well. So they're putting so much into this newsletter, too, as we talked about on the last episode. If you didn't listen to that, go listen to that because we talked about it in detail on all the things that LinkedIn is planning on doing for their newsletter. So I I think that's the play. But as I talked about before Robert, I've had to take the foot off the pedal of Twitter. I can't do both at the same time. Now maybe, sure, you yeah, people yeah. listening can could you have a whole bunch of contractors and a whole bunch of social media help that can do all the channels. Wonderful for you. I think that most organizations can probably only focus on at maximum two to be amazing at at one time.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. That's I mean, I think that's I've gone on all all in on LinkedIn. Um, Are you posting every day now? I'm yeah. I have been posting every day, but but um, I post probably uh, once or twice a day. But I have what I haven't been doing is the longer posts. Um, and you do
0: more uh, a link. Uh, the, you do more a commentary and
1: a link to article. Isn't that mostly what that's you correct? Do? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. But I have been starting to add in more of the sort of self-encompassed posts right the self you know the sort of self self-contained posts um you know uh so I, i've been doing that um and 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 based on our conversation last week i'm going to be launching a linkedin <laughs> newsletter for sure because holy smokers was that eye opening to me i i just thought oh man there's it, just so much noise out there i i can't but I was a little too inside baseball for that. So I'll, I'm going to be transferred because we've just relaunched our experience advisors, uh, newsletter, which is our, you know, content advisory newsletter, regular email as well. So, uh, it, you know, I'm just going to add to that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it like you're doing. I'm going to do a version of that. Only.
0: Yeah. By the way, if people, so everybody knows how the newsletter thing works is that when you launch a newsletter, Everybody who follows you will get a notification to subscribe. So right off the bat, if you've got a good follower count, you should pick up people that just say, oh, I know Robert, I'm going to subscribe. I think I'll send something interesting. So that's your first post that goes out. And then as you go through that, it you you want to set it up as one of your key links uh, when they go into your profile so that they see that immediately, that, oh, Joe's got a newsletter and that that's there. And you can see your subscribers at any time. And then every time you send out a new newsletter, they get an email. They actually get an email that it goes out. So it is actual an email newsletter, not with all the analytics yet, and not with the fact that you can take those subscribers there. Like I can go into my subscribers and I can look at all of them, but I only get a big long list and I can't do anything with them at this point. So we'll see where that goes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to our last one really quickly here that we're going to cover in any level of depth, which is of course the skyrocketing volcano that is TikTok. Uh, TikTok feels like it's on a TikTok, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it feels feels like it's on a on a bit of a of a timing thing, which is it's going like crazy. And by the way, I've had no less than I don't know a dozen people tell me that I absolutely should be doing videos on TikTok, even as a B2B consulting firm, et cetera, et cetera, that there's plenty of those out there, that it's doing great. Um, I, have, I have committed to doing it, and then of course didn't, because I'm lazy and, and have other things to do. Um, I'm reconsidering it now, trying to think about how I would do it. The people that I've heard that are like me uh, talk about the difficulty of there's a bit of a learning curve with getting on TikTok and doing it, doing it well. So I've been a little intimidated, I'll be honest with it. But, um, but what do you think? I mean, is it worth investing in now because it's going to get banned or what, what, what are your thoughts on So
0: that's it? yeah, I'm torn. First of all, I'm not willing to spend the time and I don't like to do video normally. So I'm, I'm sort of saying that I'm tapping out and I will learn from other people. My favorite little case study that's going on, and you and I are good friends with Jay Bear, that he's done his whole at tequila.j account on TikTok. And he's got, uh, I don't know what he has, 100,000 plus um, followers in a very short period of time. He does reviews of tequila. I mean, Jay's been in the content marketing space forever. And now he went this direction, and it's really been successful for him. And he's actually going to do a keynote presentation on this for creator economy expo in may and i say hey jay talk about something differently talk about tiktok it absolutely can work everybody that's gone all in with tiktok that i've talked to nobody says oh it didn't work they all say hey if you distribute consistent content on a regular basis on tiktok that is compelling it will absolutely work and what's interesting to me is the the videos are getting longer Like, generally, you'd say, oh, it has to be 15, 20 seconds. They are absolutely getting into longer form video. A lot of Jay's uh, videos are a minute, minute and a half long. So it's interesting to see how that's working. So my caveat to that is what you brought up. I don't know how long TikTok has. I just saw another notification that state offices, any government agencies in North Carolina are banning the use of the TikTok app. My fear for this, for creators that are on this platform, is that once you, once it and once it gets banned nationwide by the United States government, which I think is going to happen, then there, then people, then people, the government's going to say, well, anybody we work with, anybody we contract with can't have that either. So then you're going to have a whole other slew of people, and then you're going to see it topple over and go away. There has to be some change in the ownership structure of TikTok, I believe, in the next 18 months for it to stay in the United States. That's, I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think, I think you're right. I think, I think there's going to be... A, I think come springtime this year, there's going to be a big to-do about this. Um, and we will talk about it, I'm sure, on the regular episodes. We'll talk about the banning. We'll talk about there will be some sort of last-minute thing. Uh, it'll be really interesting. I don't have a gut feel for whether or not they're going to be able to save it. I do absolutely 100% predict that there will be some kind of uh, ban talked about uh, and or passed through Congress, but whether or not there's a deal worked out to say, okay, like you're talking about an independent company, whether it's Oracle, which currently, quote unquote, has the, uh, you know, database, I guess, is the the right way to put it, Um, or whether Microsoft comes in or whether somebody else comes in that, you know, sort of looked at it, uh, in the earlier days, when there was this same kind of ban being talked about, uh, we'll we'll see. I just don't have a good gut feel for which way it's going to go. I could see it being totally banned and being everybody freaking out. Uh, but I could and and by the way, I think the beneficiary of that is Facebook, obviously, and Twitter a little bit because all those short form videos would go to uh, would go to Instagram and Meta probably. Um, I, I just notice how much. Effort and focus Facebook is putting on Reels lately, sure, so yeah. we'll see, we'll see, yeah. we'll see how it goes. And I, I think I could see it going either way, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. There's a lot of government
0: meetings coming up uh, in Congress to to discuss this, so we should know some have some more visibility in the next couple months. We hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my concern. We know if you go all in, it will work for you as a content marketer, as a content creator. Problem is, I just I don't want to commit to that because. You're building on rented land, and it can go away. Yeah, Didn't like any of them. That's right. But this one more than That's others. Right.
1: That's right. So, any others to note here? Any anybody else have your attention from a marketing and/or content creator standpoint?
0: Yeah, I mean, I talked about it on the last episode. I'm I'm not on Be Real anymore. But if you're targeting ten-year-olds to twenty-five-year-olds, uh, Be Real is the up-and-comer. Uh, they've had twenty-nine thousand percent growth in the last year. They now have ten million. Uh, regular people on it. And Be Real, by the way, is where it'll it'll ping you and you have to take a front and back picture of where you're at. That's It's like, oh, it's Be Real. You're real. And you post that yeah. to your friends and family or whatever. Because I was at the my, my old high school giving a class on leadership and I asked them and everyone was very emphatic about Be Real being amazing. And everyone was on it. More than anything. Yeah. They didn't say TikTok. They didn't say Instagram. They said Be Real. So I thought that was interesting. So look at that, uh, Pinterest. If you're a consumer brand, if you're if you're looking at live shopping, kind of like you you do for Instagram, I think Pinterest is a really big, interesting play. Um, yeah, it's one of the most underappreciated. Underappreciated. Ones, sure. I've yeah. heard I'm, we have another presentation at Creator Economy Expo about driving lead generation through Pinterest. Uh, yeah. it's a thing. So I'm I'm looking at that, and and uh, and then as a side note for Facebook, we don't talk about it much, but whatsapp now has a, a billion users and yeah. and people are using whatsapp as a, a content platform i'm not sure why i have to do more research on that i just heard that they're you know for selling some some people were selling certain things and they were using what whatsapp as their audience generating channel and i don't know how that works but there's something there as well and facebook didn't spend 20 billion dollars for nothing so i think there's something there
1: yeah what well, about you what do you got exactly uh, you know, I'm still playing around with Mastodon. Um, we, you know, they're, they're starting to make it available through uh, Buffer and some of the uh, social media publishing platforms. So that's a good, that's good news that you don't have to actually log in to, to Mastodon to actually go post and stuff like that, which is always a bit of a, you know, like, like you were saying earlier about some of the other platforms where you have to go in and, Remember to post every day and all that kind of stuff it just takes time and 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 is and is hard uh, harder than it should be Um, so they're starting so you can schedule things and we can, you know, we can get a little bit uh, more uh, organization around our posting, but I'm finding Mastodon very interesting for really who's not there right there's not a lot of noise there right now there's a lot of signal um so i'm still playing with it i don't i i'm I maybe coming around to your of you know like that it's not you know tr- stop trying to make fetch happen it's not going to happen <laughs> stop trying to make bass and happen it's not going to happen so i don't know um but i'm still there i'm still playing with it i really like it that's my problem is i i really enjoy the interface and i enjoy how it looks and behaves and i like having my own little server um and it's kind of cool so uh i'm I like it a lot and I'm I'm this whole federation and federated and the fediverse and all that stuff I'm fascinated by uh I think it's early on that I think that is a really interesting trend to follow is the fediverse stuff yeah I haven't I just heard about that. I haven't been paying attention to the fediverse stuff so I'll have to get yeah it's get in it's interesting that. it's it's interesting it's a new kind of web service really and so it's connecting a lot of things which may be really interesting being able to connect things like WordPress to your social networks to your e-commerce it, there's some interesting things going on there for sure interesting
0: have yeah, a so yeah. all in all do you have something all you all. want to leave the listeners with for social media
1: uh Focus. I think I think so. I think basically the the my overall message is social media as a thing is evolving in a very disruptive way right now. So be circumspect around where you put all your eggs. Um, the rented land is the most important thing to remember here. Uh, play and experiment a lot. Uh, and keep it at that level, and basically go all in on where you find where you're finding success, and just you know, know as we've always said for forever and ever that if treat treat all of these things as if they can go away tomorrow, because if there's any time in history that many of them will go away tomorrow, it could be now.
0: No, I agree with everything you said, and I would just add on top of the focus when when I'm working with content entrepreneurs and they're trying to get things to work they're generally on five or six of these all of them basically all the ones i mentioned and just trying just a a lot of experimenting again to your point nothing wrong with it but if you just take all your content energy and you spread it out through all all these social networks you're you're not going to be successful you're not going to build an audience you're you're Mm -hmm. not going to be ever ever able to really show that it's doing anything for your business. So that's why you're seeing a lot of people make a decision. Oh, I'm going all in on Twitter. I'm going all in on Reels, on TikTok, on Instagram, whatever. Pick. Choose. Go all in. It Probably any of these would work for you if you just choose. So there you go. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Well, you're away, so it's sort of like a – it's sort of this meta thing. Like, what if I ask you, what's next? What's you know, what what's what's next? You're coming. Yeah, back. coming back.
0: Uh, we're. I mean, we're ne- we're so deep into uh, Creator Economy Expo. We just we're just landing a couple new speakers. Uh, won't. We'll, I I don't know by the time this goes out if we'll have told everybody but we're very excited about the lineup so if you are not planning on coming to creator economy expo may 1st to 3rd and you do anything with content creation i i don't know what's wrong with you that's all i have to say yeah i mean robert rose is going like to be that. there speaking i'm there going you know, to be it'll there it'll be fun 50 amazing speakers are going to be there um so yeah cex.events go sign up what do you got going on
1: yeah I got uh, um, prep for a couple of uh, speaking engagements, virtual speaking engagements, all sorts of uh, things like that and um, and then ultimately uh, client work is going great and I'm gonna be watching the Super Bowl this weekend so there you go, there you go. which that's, which that's, by that's the mine. time people listen
0: to this we we'll already is that is that right No no that won't be right that's no no. Right. No, 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 it won't be right. So we can do the 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 Super Bowl roundup episode next week. That's great. That's exactly
1: perfect. That's exactly right. All right. Well, that is it, folks. Uh, Thank you so much. We will see you next week with a regularly scheduled news episode. Um, Do let us know, won't you? Uh, Again, you like these special episodes. We really like them. We think you like them, too, uh, but we'd love to hear. So visit us at thisoldmarketing.site if you want to uh, let us know what you think of these special episodes. And if there are any topics that you would like us to cover in future special episodes, we always love those ideas as well. Until we see you next week with our next regularly scheduled This Old Marketing, remember, it's your story to tell. Tell it well. See you next week. This old-